Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the FPL Hangover podcast, where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related. This week, both of us have shot our wildcard wads all over game week 34, and I must say, they were not satisfied. Uh, there was tears, and I'm not going to say which one of us cried, but here to shed more light in the situation is my my depressed partner, uh, in podcast podcast crime, Seamus, how are you feeling, buddy? You're down. Yeah, it's never a good feeling to have a uh, red arrow on a wild card. So yeah, it would have been better. Uh, did you actually get a red arrow this week as well? Yes, I, I did. did. I did. Yeah, I went down to the same position I was last week. I would drop ten k. So I went from six seventy. Yeah, that was. I think that was the same with me. It was basically um, a, a, like, you know. You rolled a six. Take a step backwards, you shitheads. Yeah. You rolled a wild card. Fuck it up. You know, it was a pretty uh, miserable week for both of us. I think the average score was fifty four, and uh, I scraped by Seamus this week uh, in the battle of the wild cards by one point. I got forty six. I think Seamus, you got. 40, I got forty five. Got 45. Was, it, was the average fifty four? The, the average was fifty four. That's how poor our goddamn week was. And when you, ha- as you said, when you have a wildcard active. You always have the best of intentions. But one thing I will say, and I'll say it to you, Seamus, now, and we haven't talked about our wildcards before we started recording. We wanted to get the organic feel across. And um, the wildcard was done with two game weeks in mind. It wasn't done with game week 34 in mind. No, really, it was done with, like, four game weeks in mind. But you know what I mean? Yeah, as in, like, your main attention was next week. As no, in the you're, one you're dead right. It's um, You never judge a wildcard on one week, uh, one week's worth of success or failure. It's going to be over the course of four or five weeks what I will say is that, you know, my wildcard team versus my, my pre-wildcard team versus my post-wildcard team, I would have been in an awful better situation had I just not done any changes. So, um, so I mean, I'm kind of, I think I've already down the bones of like 30 to 40 points. Uh, that's a lot on, of points. Yeah, because my wildcard team saw me get rid of Wilson, Fraser, Pogba, Salah, Alexander-Arnold's, and Anderson, oh, all who scored or got assists <laughs> or bonus points this week. So like, uh, and I brought in some clown Brighton defenders, and uh, yeah. yeah, you do like to be beside the seaside, Seamus. You do like to be beside the sea. Yeah. That was the tale of this week. I think we both went heavy in on the Brighton thing. Uh, Seamus, you went with your captain Duffy, which was a move we saw sweeping the FBL nation, and uh, you know, fair play. I think uh, you got your just desserts for that. <laughs> And I went with Captain Aguero, but I also tripled up on Brighton defender, defenders. So, uh, you know, I equally uh, ate a slice of that. That gone off apple tart. Humble dick. Humble dick. Slice I, of humble dick. I ate a slice of humble dick this weekend. Uh, as did both of us. And it was not nice. It was. Uh, it, it hadn't been washed. It, it tasted like you would expect humble dick to yeah, taste like. exactly. Bitter. How did you end up with so much more points than me this week, so? So much more than by, like, one point? Well, more points than me, because... Uh, I had like some clean sheets in defence and I don't give it any. No, I had a pretty miserable week uh, in terms of defence. All my Brighton defenders, I played three at the back and Ryan in goals. So I had two Brighton defenders, Duffy and Dunk, and Ryan in goals. So I think we all know the score there. Ones all across the board. Uh, Valerie then, who got two points, but Southampton did concede and he also went off with a knock. So there's concerns over his starting position uh, at the weekend. But you mentioned that he was a pitcher in training. Yeah, I think he was pictured in training today. Um, so he should be okay. Uh, that's the general uh, feeling on the community today. Yeah. I wasn't on Twitter a whole lot today or yesterday because I was trying to, well, on Monday I was just trying to avoid Game of Thrones spoilers. Um, but yesterday and yeah, yesterday and today, just my week was kind of so miserable, and I kind of done enough giving out. I was like, I don't need to go on here and self-flagellate a bit any more than I need to. And United lost yesterday. It was just it wasn't a day for social media. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But where my points did come from was in my midfield this week. Uh, I kept Salah, so he got uh, eight points. He got his goal and a couple of a bonus. Uh, I had Sterling who delivered the two goals and I think he got two bonuses as well or something like that yeah so he had a 14 point return that was pretty solid you'd expect uh, three bonus from getting two goals in that game yeah I think who was it got the De Bruyne for two assists got yeah. the three bonus but yeah and he, he was he was someone he that uh, people went for this weekend but not a whole lot it has to be said but some people decided they were going to go for De Bruyne and 
Yeah, and another player who caught people's attention this week was Ericsson, who I also jumped on. He got an assist in when Spurs scored their late uh, two goals. And, uh, yeah, so got six points for him. And I also had Camarasa as my fourth midfielder, who he's uh, assist there in the second game, pumped him to seven points for the week. So that was where most of my points came. Uh, I literally got no points for my strikers either. <laughs> so it was like I kept Barnes, uh, Jimenez, and... Uh, Aguero and they delivered blanks 1-1 one, one, and 2 so unfortunately I capped the wrong guy uh, Seamus tell me you had a bit of a different week I believe if your points came in you got rid of Salah and you wouldn't have had him but yeah so Salah was one of the guys I got rid of uh, but I did have Ericsson and Sterling like you had uh, I didn't have Camarasa I went with Son um, even though he was a risk and he was he was going to be my captain until I just did not feel comfortable with captaining him. Now, I never really considered giving the captain's the armband to Ericsson, though. Yeah. Which is kind of odd. Uh, I just said, well, I can't trust Son because I don't know if he's going to start. And he didn't start. Came on for tr- final three minutes. Got an assist. I can't say I considered Lucas Mora. Yeah. It was always Son and Ericsson in my team. And Ericsson was the guy that I brought in last for Pogba. Um, I could have just held on to Pogba. But he was playing so deep that you know I wasn't expecting two penalties he just hadn't been an attacking threat in the last five or six weeks and I've held him and he's done nothing not nothing much anyway so I like, he was somebody I just wanted out of my wild card I like Spurs fixtures thought double Spurs was the way to go you didn't do that now you've you've held Salah I've decided I was going to go a few games without Liverpool midfield mm. so at the minute my only Liverpool defender is Liverpool player is Robertson who got me in, uh, a clean sheet this yeah. week I think uh, you also had points on your bench this week and you mentioned Robertson I had points on my bench uh, Van Dijk was sitting there with 12 points he got an assist some bonus points in the clean sheet so that was a bit of a sick yeah, when I saw that I was uh, when I saw he got the assist because he, obviously he just baited up to Salah in the corner and yeah. then you weren't thinking oh this could be an assist here because Salah just did an amazing <laughs> an amazing it's a solo goal like, it's yeah. a fantasy assist yeah. almost you know? but, like, uh, yeah, yeah I saw it I was like oh that's an assist I was like oh Jerry got rid of him but then I saw he was on your bench and he got the three bonus for that as well yeah so 12 points sitting there was a bit irritating because when I saw that you played Robertson and I saw like someone else in the mini league had a Liverpool defender I was thinking yeah did I miss a trick there And uh, just Liverpool at home so strong I, I, I wouldn't have played double <laughs> Liverpool at home maybe I think but just one the, of the one was fine one of the problems for me there and why I, I look at that as a bad move and I said that to the missus this week I said like that's a, a move that I can look back at and say that was an error that was completely on my fault mm. or it was my fault because you know one of my rules and one of the rules I think should be across the board is if you have a premium defender you tend to play them you should be playing them 100% of your matches you know well the reason I played Robertson is exactly that reason I learned that lesson earlier on this season I benched Robertson twice this season yeah. once against Man City and I can't remember who the second time was against maybe Arsenal or something like that um, or it could have been Man City again and in one game he got a clean sheet and in the other game he got an assist so he got like 6 and 5 it's just just play him yeah. it doesn't matter if they're playing Chelsea or Man United or whatever so yeah and look their last four games they're not playing any of these tough teams they're playing Cardiff Huddersfield Newcastle and Wolves so yeah. I'll be starting them in all these games exactly and that's why I was hesitant to get rid of Salah and stuff as well let me ask you um, did do you now worry about not having Salah going into the Cardiff away game he did score tonight we're recording this after the Champions League matches I think it gives us the, the best scope to discuss the game week in the best light and um, after the Champions League matches Liverpool have you know um They've, they've gone through. Salah scored again tonight. Uh, they've played well. Away to Cardiff, are you? Um, not so much. I I think for his price, I can use the funds in that to get players. I, like I'd rather have Sterling mm. than Salah for this game week. I know they're playing Cardiff, um, but Man City have two games. And like Sterling has scored two goals against Tottenham tonight. Uh, at home and it would have had a hat-trick if it wasn't ruled off for offside for that last one which right, was heartbreaking so. it was a yeah. great match by the way um, and uh, against Man United uh, Man United aren't like really keeping a lot of teams out lately and aren't looking as impressive so um, probably I have Aguero and Sterling I think they're two strong fixtures as in I mean strong fixtures in the sense that they Pep can't really afford to rest people, so I think he'll start his, his big players like Sterling and Aguero. I think they'll both start both those games, and I think there's points in there. And I'd rather use those funds elsewhere. What I can do then is use uh, my transfer in game week 36 to get in and decide if I want Firmino, Salah, or Mane. Yeah, 
Um, so I, yeah, I, I'm not tied up where I have uh, three Liverpool players. I actually can decide who I want now. So like, there's definitely there might I might get two. I might get two in for game week 36. I might go someone like um, I have Vardy in my team. So my strikers did nothing. I just run through my team. Aguero did nothing this week. Vardy did nothing, and Jimenez uh, surprisingly did nothing. Uh, I threw Ward Prowse in there. I didn't have Redmond. I had Ward Prowse. Yeah, um, that was a tough one. And uh, who's my fourth? Oh yeah, I said Son. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I had a nice little surprising points from Yoshida who got an assist. He did. He poxy yeah. Did yeah. you see? Did you see match of the day? I did. Imme- I watched the assist. Immediately after he got the assist, he had a point blank shot saved. He could have yeah, had a goal. He could have had a goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I only watched that goal for fuck's sake. A goal <laughs> that was offside, by the way, if he had scored it, but they didn't get no. the offside. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching back on 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 match of the day. I think it was like offside, but they didn't give the offside. I remember watching it thinking and not seeing that. We won't bog down, but either way, I remember thinking to myself, fuck that. And it was one of those ones that just bounced back. He, even his assist was like, it wasn't like he squared it to the striker. He, uh, he did a bicycle did kick a, and then yeah. he it came back to me. It came back it. to your man. You that just, could be the one I was thinking. Long was definitely on side for that. Anyway, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember the, the Ishida one. But uh, if you got a goal and assist, that would be amazing. No, he got you five points. I laughed. And we, I, I switched from Valerie to... Um, to Yoshida. To Yoshida yeah. at the last minute. Like... What was your thinking behind that? Uh, I was talking online with some people and uh, I was talking to Stephen Toomey online actually because he's a Watford fan and I was talking about mm, thinking of getting a Watford defender. Uh, what's the story with Holabas? Um, he wrote an article then kind of say, talking about Yoshida as a much better option, much more of an attacking threat than Valerie and uh, is kind of due a goal. So I said, you know what? I was kind of convinced by it. So I went Valerie to Yoshida and look, immediately paid off with an assist that uh, Southampton defenders yeah, other enough, didn't have. Fair enough. It was a, it was a good decision and one that definitely stick in my head. So, like looking back on your wild cards and stuff, is there any one decision that you're you know because you've listed out all the players you got rid of? And I'm with you there. I also got rid of Fraser this week, and there was points that I know I maybe would have held on to. Pogba was another one I got rid of. But is there any like decision this week that you know you went you know that was one that. That I didn't want to make, you know, shouldn't have made. There's a few, uh, there's a few kind of half decisions like that. There's yeah. no one blatant. I'm still quite satisfied with my team. At the last minute, I decided I was going to have Vardy over Lacazette. Lacazette didn't even start this week, yeah. So didn't. that, um, you know, I, I thought the Vardy decision move. was a really interesting one because I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, okay, so he's gotten. He he didn't have Vardy the week before when you got the the two goals mm. or the goal and the assist or whatever way it worked, but when you got the haul, you didn't have him, and then you got him in this week and he's not playing twice in game week thirty five. Yes, but they're playing West Ham. I I agree. Yeah, it is so. a nice fixture. So I was actually very surprised. With and that. I was leaving myself the option to change that. Part of my thinking was he will go to Lacazette. Yeah. Same price point, and I can just move him for a double game week, and that could still happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm a bit nervous now that Lacazette didn't play the last game. And then I was thinking in game week 36, Lacazette can become Firmino. That was kind of one of my things. Now I'm thinking I might roll it. I might keep Vardy because a home game against Watford is or a home game uh, against West Ham. So yeah. are they home or away? West Ham, West Ham at home. Yeah, West Ham at home. Uh, so an away game there, I'm thinking, you know, he could hit them for a few goals. I might just keep him. And then I could have two free transfers for game week 36. And that would mean I can... Um, get in some Liverpool players but yeah. I'm, I'm undecided and the reason I'm undecided is I could use transfers elsewhere I'm not feeling those uh, Brighton defenders as much anymore I have two of them and I'm planning on bench boosting which means like do we really want to bench boost with Ryan and Duffy on for their two double games if you're not keeping clean sheets has this has their fixture the last two results really devastated you in terms of their potential for the double game week Oh yeah, I mean, it w- I they, I was getting like, them in for the reason I was getting them in was for the thirty four fixtures, exactly. not the thirty five fixtures. The thirty five fixtures were were much tougher. Yeah. So they're playing Wolves away and Spurs away, two teams in good form. Um, What's the bet? They get two clean sheets in these. <laughs> Just a really. Well, I'm not going to yeah. get rid of Duffy. <laughs> I think I'm still going to go through my bench boost because Duffy's kind of a goal threat anyway. You know, um, we know that Wolves and Spurs are going to be peppering the goals with sh- shots with goals. So Ryan's juice some save points. So he could get. He, yeah, I was expecting this week. I honestly thought I was tired. Of the reason I, I captained um, Captain Duffy, I was like, I didn't envision a scenario where I wasn't getting four points for Duffy. Mm. Um, and maybe an attacking threat because Bournemouth were just so terrible away from home that I was like, you know what? I, it, 
they might concede, fair enough. But Burn like or, uh, sorry, not Burnley. Brighton haven't been conceding that many goals. They haven't they haven't gotten spanked like that. It's the worst defeat of the season. Well, that's what I, that was the biggest shock for me. It was like we talked about it last week. I I said it to, again to talking to the missus. I was like, this is this blew my mind. Not only were they bankers, but I think it was almost a bright the Bournemouth game. I was expecting more of a clean sheet from. Just basically based on the fact that Bournemouth are at beach in terms of like they're not going to achieve much more in the Premier League, uh, but Cardiff have a fucking you know fight in their hands. Mm. So I was really counting on points from the bright from the Brighton Bournemouth game, and to see him get absolutely hockeyed five 0 you yeah. had to laugh. I think. Well, you, like, I think you must have laughed. Bournemouth had one. I believe they had one win in their last nine away games before this. So I mean. That tells you. And I think they'd lost the other eight. So they've been absolutely dreadful on the mm. road. So to see them get smashed like that was a real surprise because I thought Brighton are going to be up for this. They're, yeah. they're in a relegation fight. fight. Too, yeah. yeah, and they're right in it now. And like whatever about the Brighton game, I was thinking, or the Bournemouth game, I was thinking Cardiff is a gimme, yeah. surely. I mean, Cardiff have only two away wins all season. They've only scored nine away goals yeah. in 15 games before that. So... They've just they've just like scored so I mean they've scored two goals in that one game so I mean you you think I just you can think trust the guy fa- yeah see I think those facts go out the window when it comes to fighting for your life in terms of like their yeah, away the advantage results. goes to the home team they do in they a relegation yeah. fight like that I think yeah I agree and if Brighton had came out of that with a one 0 win I wouldn't have been surprised you know what, that was what I was expecting fuck Knockhart anyway for getting sent off yeah. in that Bournemouth game because I think that it was they, they were had already conceded they, yeah they had conceded they were two 0 down at the time and they were playing poorly. Hmm. Quite poorly, and you know Bournemouth are a good counter-attacking team, but they just ripped them apart after that, um, and it could have been anything. So just to see both Fraser and Wilson, who I held for game with 31 and 33, and they both of them did nothing in 31 and 33. Yeah. I did well in 33, I got 70 points, but Fraser and Wilson did nothing for me in those games. So F- Fraser has lost a lot of the goodwill I had towards him at the start of the season because of this. Um yeah. It's okay, Shannon. It's okay. But they have a lovely fixture in game week 35 as well. So, I mean, I don't consider them a regret. I do in the sense that I lost a ton of points out of them. But the so, only fixture, they were in dreadful form. The the information behind the decision was leading to, I can't have them. The only, it was that Fulham game I was worried about. Yeah. So, with if ands, and buts taken into consideration, what you're saying is if Wilson bags in another bunch of fucking goals against Fulham and uh, Vardy does nothing, there's your. There's the one you go, fuck. I wish I hadn't done that move. Uh, I was never really planning on keeping him anyway. To There's lots of good striker options for game week 35 and onwards. Yeah. I'm just surprised because um, you seem to have gone with like your approach talking before the, you know, in the last couple of game weeks was I'm going to bench boost and I want all my players to be playing twice. So I was surprised mm. that Wilson or Vardy was the one that you went. I'm good. He's my single player. Well, he's the only one. Um, but as I said, it was the intention of switching to Lacazette. Oh yes, that makes sense. So, yeah, 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 no, yeah. I get you. I actually covered Arsenal with Leno, so that was one of the things. So, your regret was, or not regret was, but you've talked about some of the decisions that you feel, you know, maybe you could have worked on differently or whatever. My biggest regret was not knowing that the fucking deadline was Friday <laughs> night, and uh, you, like, with hindsight, you sent a message into the group chat saying it was at, at about half four, saying yeah, don't forget, don't forget the deadline. Uh, I didn't see that message. I was working. And I'm sitting at my desk, and it's all going uh, grand. It's it's half six on a Friday. I've got uh, practice with the band coming up, and I've got an evening of wildcard on a Saturday morning to get my whole team down. Been thinking about it all week. Going to look at some what you know what tricksy moves I can make to make some points in Sheamus. And uh, next thing on the on on the wind, I just hear something like Mo Salah captain, and I was like, what? Why seven times fancy Premier League? Seven times about FPL in the office, and then I went FPL what the fuck is he talking about FPL deadline deadline I was like I just saw two people in the distance chatting I was like they're talking pretty intensely I was like oh fuck 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 looked at my app saw the deadline was 7 o'clock I was like oh bollocks we didn't mention it in last week's pod actually no we think. didn't yeah. that's why I didn't know <laughs> you should <laughs> fucking know anyway I man. know come on I, I know and I was immortal I was a little bit ashamed especially when I had a couple of lads like looking over my shoulder as my work don't you do a Fancy uh, do, football yeah, podcast? No, I don't talk about that, so it's like no one really thank fuck. But uh, yeah, there was a guy getting what? What are you doing, can man? I, can I stop you there? You should be promoting this podcast everywhere you can. I'm. It's just. It's a long con. I'm. Pro- I'm promoting this podcast 
ev- like to everyone I meet. Yeah, and that's why it's gotten to this wonderful stage. But Seamus, <laughs> I'm waiting for the killer blow. That's when I'll promote it. And don't you worry, it'll get some hits. Either way, I had 30 minutes to do my wild card. So what I did was I basically just took out all the players I didn't want anymore and put in the ones I definitely wanted. And then that was like the easy bit. Yeah. It was the, trying to find the budget. Yeah, it was trying to look at the budget, look at the little weird differences. And that night, and I'm not lying to you here, I actually, one of the lads brought up Lucas Mora, uh, Eamon brought up Lucas Mora, and uh, he and you, mentioned, you mentioned him in last week's pod. Yeah. You name dropped him. You said he could be a nice differential. He could be, because that was the first thought I had as our podcast unfolded last week. And uh, as I thought about it, like listening back when I was editing, I was going like, that was like one of those thoughts that when Kane went off injured Moore came on I was like this this is a sneaky thing but in the fucking panic at the moment I'm not thinking of, of course, sneaky of little course. things yeah so when I actually spoke that night on the Friday night about Luke's Moore your man laughed at me or your man laughed at the idea of it I went hold on a minute now that you're mentioning him I said that's actually one of the guys that I was thinking could be a decent punt option in your wildcard if yeah. you're looking to make up points so you know don't laugh at it just yet because you'll never know and then Patrick the next yeah, day I was like oh, for fuck's sake of course he was nailed to start that so, was the big yeah. thing and I think we even spoke to one of the Spurs fans and he he even said he's like how did we not see more as uh, such a, a decent option just for a goal as soon yeah. as he got one goal I was like of course of course yeah, of course." and now they have a double and Harry Kane is still out injured and he's playing so well that you expect him to continue playing but he's a bit streaky he is. so chances are he'll go on a streak right now and Spurs have also, like we mentioned, they've beaten Man City tonight. Yeah. So the repercussions that has on the team, I don't think you need to worry too much about the likes of Mora, um, and just based on the fact that Kane is still out. I think he's going to get time, time. I don't think you need to worry about uh, Aguero or Sterling's That's what anymore. I was that exactly <laughs> where I was leading to. I was like, they're out. Their Grand Slam hopes are done now. But uh, what they can do is focus on the fucking Premier League. They can still do a triple. Treble. They could, they could, but the Champions League. If you do a travel with yeah. the Champions League, then you do a domestic travel. Yeah, that's fuck off. You know, that's it's definitely nothing to be sniffed at. But it's not the treble if you don't have Europe in there. You know, and Man City will be sickened. And which you would know, you prefer, City doing a domestic treble or Liverpool doing a City double? City doing a domestic treble. <laughs> City doing a domestic treble. I don't want to see Liverpool win the goddamn league. You know, it's like no, I can't hack it. It's uh, it's 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 too pretty. Do you know um, what if uh, okay I'll put it to you would you rather this is not even FPL related I'm just interested to see your thoughts so you don't want Liverpool to win the league no. would you rather would you accept Man City winning the league or would you accept Liverpool winning the Champions League if City won the, the Premier League if that was a trade off you had to but if Liverpool make. don't win the Champions League they oh, win the Premier League yeah oh that's an interesting one yeah, given the Champions League, they've already got that dead to rights in terms of like you know, there's nothing that we have. Yeah, they've got five of them already. They have five six? Of them. It's like what six? Yeah, go on. You're fucking European legends. You're legends as a club anyway. But it's like yeah, that's not gonna add too much more. But finally getting that Premiership chip off your shoulder, Premiership chip. That's a that's what I shouldn't say. I shouldn't even be saying the Premiership anymore. That's way outdated. No, uh, no, <laughs> I, I still say the Premiership. But the Premier League got chip off your shoulder. Uh, that would be I'm like if you're a Liverpool fan. That's the question. Uh, would you take the Premier League over Champions League this year? Oh yeah, they definitely would. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, I anyone, I, so. anyone I spoke to that like would completely Fuck sacrifice Champions yeah, yeah. the Champions League for the league. Yeah, Champions League would be the um, next year. But uh, I don't know. I, I w- it would be okay. I mean, they've gone through tonight. We're getting the sidetracked. They've gone through tonight in the Champions League, which means. What's that mean for rotation, Jake, for the last four games? Well, yeah, as you said with City, before we go talking about Liverpool, you're bang on, we did get a little sidetracked. And the big thing with City is now they're going for the damn Premier League, so you know the likes of Sterling and Aguero are counting on minutes. Yeah. And I think you're going to see that. I don't know how much of an effect it's going to have in Liverpool. I'm surprised. I was surprised to see Salah play the 90 minutes tonight, or, you know, the vast majority of the match. I don't know. If it was no, 90. he played the 90. Yeah, he played the 90. I, I thought once they went a couple up, he was like, I need to rest him a little bit. He's got his goal on the 65th minute or something like that, you know? He's flagging him. He's flagging him. And uh, I think he's lesson out of uh, Pochettino's book. Yeah, well, we'll see how they do against Carlos this week. I mean, it's going to be a bit of a tough test. I've still got Salah, and um, obviously, right now, the idea of triple captain in Salah in, the, in this game week as opposed to bench boosting isn't outside of my thoughts or you know it's something I have considered it's something I'm looking at it's yeah like, you know yeah. what that's a pretty nice fixture um, the plan was the bench boost in 35 wasn't it yeah but like as we said last week in the pod or at least as I said last week in the pod I'm not entirely convinced on uh, on this double game week 
I think the the really strong teams have tough fixtures and the really teams you can't depend on the ones that unlike you know really aren't consistent like of Arsenal and uh, I don't know Brighton <laughs> like they yeah. like you you know these teams they're not. Uh, Dependable, and they're the ones that have the double fixtures. I mean, don't get me wrong, Arsenal have a beautiful double game week this week at home to Crystal Palace, who I must say got played off the park against City. Um, I was expecting Crystal Palace to put up a decent fight against City, and no, City came out like a fucking you know masterclass yeah. uh, team uh, at the weekend, and uh, I don't know, Arsenal grinded out a result this week against uh, who did they beat one 0 Watford, Watford. Trigini with a red card another sh- fucking FPL thing that would have went uh, would have had a massive effect across the he, he was getting a bit of a bandwagon going after, and rightly so after seeing what Spurs did to Huddersfield and Huddersfield looked fucking terrible yeah like as bad as a, like they've looked good this season and just gotten a bit unlucky they've looked really poor the last four or five weeks and they looked awful in this game as in as bad like, like lower league lower half of the championship bad not yeah. like nowhere near the top of the championship kind of level um so yeah a lot of people were looking at you know Watford playing them in game week 35 as part of their double and they were thinking yeah let's let's load into this and then and then they had a home game against Southampton but yeah. then uh people who went for Troy Deeney on their wild card were disappointed to see him throw a, an arm in towards Torreira's face and get a red card yeah big di- big big fucking uh swing there I actually have Barnes in my team Ashley Barnes this week and yeah, I was fucking pretty, pretty miffed to see him not uh, delivering anything uh, and getting a one pointer. But my whole reason for keeping him him in there was like, okay, he's playing. I think he played Carnac this week. Yeah. So now I can either upgrade him to Rashford, or I could go with Dini. And that Dini's decision, out. yeah, Dini's out. So it's like that decision's a lot easier. So I probably will go with the Rashford decision this week. Well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be giving you any hints on like players you could be getting here. That's what you're. But Point, your job I should be giving is. these guys out here yeah. uh, things. I would be thinking about like someone like Lorente possibly. Mm. Um, you know, what's that's it? a good three shot. of the last five games are at home. Um, double game week this week. Harry Kane looks like he's out for a while. I'd consider maybe somebody like for like Ings or Shane Long for Southampton. Long didn't start, but he scored. Ings looked really good today. I think he yeah. got an assist. Uh, are at the weekend. Um, so there's those options. So you think all of those options are better than Rashford? Uh, of course there's Rashford I'm just not sold on United at the moment I thought you had Rashford no no no. I have Barnes Jimenez and Aguero yeah I think Jimenez Aguero are locks um, but yeah the other other one I was kind of thinking of um, for game week 36 if part of me was thinking if I do decide to go for um, I left enough kind of moves in in the bank Mm. to go for Salah if I wanted for wanted to like, but you not for 35 not without no no for 36 that was 36. the first thing I checked when I saw our team so I was like he doesn't have Salah oh no not for Cardiff it. away I was like can he get him in without going minus 4 Cardiff, in Cardiff is, that Cardiff game isn't going to be too easy I mean I know they're Liverpool I know they're Cardiff but Cardiff mm. at home are pretty okay um, it's not going to be a walk in the park uh, they're going to put everyone behind the ball I you see don't think it. they're going to go for it uh, I think they will, but I think they'll hold them out. I think it's like gonna be, you I, know, and it's been yeah. a big week over. They've been they were over in Porto, you know, they've traveling back. I think that's gonna be. I think they can still get the win. I think it'll be one or two nil, and it could be two goals from, you know, Salah. It could be a penalty. You know, you never know what way these things are gonna go. Yeah, you're you're bang on. But um, I don't think it's gonna be a four or five nil. I don't think I I'd rather have my money in my Man City assets here at the moment. And I have my money in my Man City assets. So yeah. I have a great. I I was uh I I was impressed with Liverpool in that Chelsea game though. Yeah. As I was watching, I was going, oh crap, these guys are actually like they were well better from what I saw. Salah scored a worldly. Uh, Mane scored again. They both scored tonight and they both got assists tonight yeah. in the Champions Firmino League. Firmino also scored again tonight. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking uh, I like uh, Firmino. Yeah, I like your option. Like you mentioned uh, swapping Verity from Firmino, and I'm like, you know what? That's not a terrible move, especially yeah. for a game week 36 with Huddersfield. And I could just do it this week if I wanted to for that card of game. He was rested tonight. Yeah, but he came off the bench and scored. And when I saw he was rested, I thought, oh, maybe he's injured. But if he's coming off the bench, he's obviously not. He to be came. yeah, to be honest with you, if I was to use a transfer, I wouldn't be swapping Verity away to West Ham for Firmino away to to Cardiff. I think that's something that. If yeah. it went drastically lopsided, you're unlucky there. Do you know what I mean? I'd yeah. imagine both players to get some points out of that. I mean, I already have issues in my team. 
So, I mean, that transfer could be used on those things. What issues? Uh, like, I got in Mariapa mm-hmm. for Watford because I was just convinced that, you know, he's been starting pretty much since Christmas. Uh, he's been starting every game. He was dropped for the games where they rotated heavily just before their FA Cup um, games for the semi-final and quarterfinals. Yeah. Those were the only games he was dropped, but lots of people were dropped in those games. So, uh, yeah, I said uh, that just needs to be for those kind of games he was dropped he'll come back into the team but you think he, but he was dropped, against, to address he was dropped against Arsenal yeah. so I don't know then again the games he was dropped for were Arsenal uh, Man City and Man United I think so maybe he just dropped for those games so I you think like he's playing against the big teams he wants to he's not playing against big teams oh, that's what I mean sorry. not him uh, yeah whatever the managers yeah. are going not going to play him against big teams and he, it's just that happens There's I just thought I just, I just honestly thought I mean Cat Carrot is nailed in there pretty much um, but Kakart was like dropped for those games as well and I just um, it didn't look who's the other guy Cavaselli he started off the season he looked good for like the first four, three or four games and then he was kind of rubbish for a couple of games and he's bombed out of the team so I just kind of thought that he wasn't trusted and he liked Mariapa and Mariapa got all the minutes last season so looking at game week 35 then I mean are what teams are you looking at now a bit more closely at or a bit more close you know cl- what I said not closely yeah. <laughs> proper grammar <laughs> uh, so I'm, n- I'm not really tr- too interested in Man United but, um, so that's the team you've got listed kind of down the bottom for double game weeks with City uh, of the teams with the double game weeks yeah. I don't like uh, I don't like that one obviously I don't like Brighton yeah. but you know Shane Duffy's always goal threat so he's happy to have I wouldn't be happy with Duffy Dunk and Ryan yeah. that's why I didn't go with that um, I have my my back five so I've got Robertson um, I've got Bali because um, I think Wolves have great fixtures and I think even a home game against Arsenal is you know Arsenal's away from has been terrible I know they, they won against Watford there recently but they made hard work of that with 10 men yeah. they only won 1-0 uh, I could easily see Wolves beating both of those teams 1-0 sick and see Bolly score this week when he was on my bench because um, I did have a toss up between I had him starting and then I said no I'll play Yashida because he was the home team and they had marginally better odds with when I can't decide who to play in those kind of fixtures, I go with what the bookies say. Yeah. The bookies gave uh, marginally better odds to Southampton to keep a clean sheet. So, uh, and they won 3 1. So, fair enough. But Bali then to get the one goal yeah. was a yeah. bit, just a bit of a sickener. Especially when Duffy was only there at one point. Duffy was actually my worst performer this week, along with him and this. Yeah, I mean, like, looking back at it now. Do you think that was a mistake, Captain Duffy? I mean, obviously you can go, I oh, should yes. have gotten this player, but... Yes, I do. And uh, I think the reason what? I may, why I got it so wrong is I spent so much time looking at my team and getting my team right for Game Week 35 mm-hmm. and 34 uh, that when I decided I was happy with the team, and I'm, I'm quite happy with the team I have out there. Yeah. Um, I could be picky and say, maybe I should have looked at Lucas Moura more over uh, Son or Ericsson and just gone for maybe Ericsson and Mora or Son and Mora yeah. but uh, Duffy the, the captain decision was kind of the last decision I had to make and look mm-hmm. that's kind of foolish because the captain decision should be your first decision you make because that's your biggest decision each week generally speaking if you don't get your captaincy right if you get it wrong you get a red arrow doesn't matter how well the rest of your team does unless you nail Do the you rest of your so? team I always find it if I have if I have a really good like if I have a good week yeah but my captain decision is wrong, I end up having a middle rank. Yeah. If I have a really good week and I get my captain decision wrong, yeah, I might get a slight green arrow, but only something small. Um, and if I have a bad uh, captain decision, it's generally bad captain decision is always a red arrow. Yeah, fair enough. I'm. Uh, I mean, you're you're probably right. I think though, in general, you might obviously my captain decision couldn't last. I couldn't. Yeah, but that's what I did this week, and I couldn't d- decide. I mean, I was just kind of like. Aguero and Sterling, man. Which guys are going to start? But you didn't even... It was the, oh, that's why yeah, you went with I, kn- I, I was like, Sané is definitely going to start. Yeah. And if Sané starts, he plays on the left. So does that mean Sterling's back on the right? Bernardo Silva's going to be back as well. Does maybe, he play on the right? Yeah, so maybe Sterling's dropped altogether. Maybe he's played to the middle. Yeah, so... um, Yeah, I was just kind of... couldn't feel confident Sterling. He was the guy I wanted to go for. I think you said, even on last week's podcast, you asked me, so I'm not going to go for Duffy over Sterling and I was like yeah. no 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 not going to but obviously sometime over the week I had my mind changed I think it was interesting that's what I, I chuckle at and uh, I got like at the time looking at our teams on after the deadline on Friday uh, was basically like oh fuck he went Captain Duffy and I was going well I've tripled Brighton so that's that coverage yeah it's the same yeah I was like unless Duffy does some wonders I was like you know what I'm tripled Brighton he's Captain Duffy so I, I got that covered 
and I've got uh, you know Captain Aguero. So if Aguero goes and does a fucking Sterling on it, then I'm laughing. But uh, he didn't, and I captained the wrong one. And I was the same, but I was a bit just like a bit more cheeky. I was like, I'm gonna vice captain Duffy. Do you know, I was like, <laughs> I want like I want to pick an actual captain, and then my joke captain like because I did think Aguero mightn't play so I was like you know what I'll put the voice captain on Duffy so if like Aguero doesn't play and Duffy does go mad maybe I get lucky you know but you know yourself you take the the vice captain and ones with a pinch of salt Um, either way what do you think about triple Liverpool for the rest of the season do you think that's the way to go I mean look at those fixtures they they look pretty sweet I think double Liverpool at a a minimum I mean I think you want to be kind of capitalising on Liverpool and City right now, and all the bottom team, like the teams that are fighting for it. You know, the likes of your, your, I mean, not, I'm going to hesitate to say Brighton, but the likes of Southampton is where you're going to make some money. Uh, I think Cardiff, there's options there, not like something massively, but you know, you budget enablers, like the ones that are going to be the fundamentals of your team. You want to be having a nice mix of, you know, your budget enablers will be your weaker teams fighting for uh, survival. And your premiums will be your team starting for you know fighting for premiership position, winning mm. the title, Champions League spots, that kind of stuff. So you don't want to be kind of winging it with the likes of Philippe Anderson who goes off and scores this week, and you know that kind of stuff. The likes yeah. of Philippe Anderson, Bournemouth players, like any team, any to, team that are on the beach, on the beach, the yeah. metaphorical beach. It's hard to recommend them. Like that's not to say that they won't get points. But like to recommend them is uh, is you know Bournemouth will smash into Fulham this week now again and then they'll go shit for the last three games. That's the way it's gonna go. Mm. Uh, so like what do you want to take a chance of getting Fraser or Wilson in? Fulham yeah. got a shock win against Everton last week. That was one that people didn't expect to beat Everton two 0 I know there's there was people out there no, talking to Sigurdsson and Everton have been in a good run of form, a lot of clean sheets, and uh, the likes of Sigurdsson and Richardson. Calvert Loon is a player yeah. I was looking at as I said for game week 35 if I want to fit in Salah mm-hmm. I'd have to free up some money so it would be downgrading Vardy to Calvert Loon I looked at him I also looked at Lorente as an option and I also looked at I, I won't lie the Lorente thing you said about tonight though is actually you've thrown a decision at me that I wasn't expecting like because the decision I made last week was I, I worked out the mats and I was like I can go Barnes to Rashford this week Ings then, is another good one. I no, think. I'm not convinced on Southampton's. If I was going to go Southampton right now, outside the fence, which I think there they are, there's actually some good options there. I'd probably be going like Redmond. Mm-hmm. You know, I think. Oh, he, you don't have any, do you? I have Warprose. Oh, you do have Warprose. Mm. Okay, okay. Uh, let me throw something interesting at you there. Okay, yeah. so you mentioned the average this week was 54 points. The average 3.84 percent of people this week used their wildcard, and the average points for somebody using their wildcard this week was only 48.9 what's that mean that means the wildcard average was lower than the, the general average or the average of people who use no chips this week yeah which well, is of insane course. well I mean because the ones who but didn't. in any other game week the wildcard option is always going to be higher but like it's a good six and six and a half points lower so is there anything to take for that that you could apply in future not really we're just very unlucky that the week we like everyone wildcarded this week I mean okay I can't speak for everyone I can only speak for myself the reason I wildcarded this week is the players who I got rid of this week who did the business like Fraser Wilson Pogba you know Anderson all these guys have been woefully out of form yeah if you didn't have a wildcard and you had to stick with these guys mm-hmm. how many how many times have you been there like I can't get rid of these guys I, have to, I can only get make one transfer a week I'm gonna have to get rid of them slowly over the next few weeks you might take a hit one week and you get rid of these guys slowly and you kind of go, you're rewarded for your patience. The only one that I wouldn't agree with you there with, and I agree, the likes of Wilson Fraser, uh, they're all ones that you'd have been looking to get rid of Anderson as well. But Pogba, I think he's one that, like, again, the same time we spoke out when I was speaking to uh, Amen on Friday and we were chatting about Lucas Moore and whatnot, he talked, he got Pogba. And he was well, like, Pogba was nailed on his team. And I was like, I got rid of Pogba. And he's like, well, you know, uh, he's guaranteed to play, you know, in the games and blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then he goes off and he gets he gets two penalties. Mind yourself, Shane. That's cramp, cramp, cramp. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he goes off and he, he scores two goals, two penalties. And uh, you know, I'm sitting there going, yeah, he was right. Uh, well, I I I was saying it there last week, and when I was talking about my wildcard team, I mentioned some of the players I had, and I said Pogba is still on my team. Yeah. A because of the value he has, and I haven't decided if I want to get rid of him or not because he's Pogba and he's been doing brilliant this season. 
and FPL wise yeah, yeah he's, he's just been getting a lot of goals and even for a while there after Christmas once Mourinho was gone he was just doing brilliant in general um, yeah. he was just really trending but we had seen him drop and play deeper he wasn't as attacking he wasn't getting into the box as much he wasn't shooting as much he wasn't creating big chances as much he just had got like all the stats had just completely fallen off a cliff yeah, but he was on penalties and he gets two penalties this week which is a rarity in itself I mean how yeah. often do you see two penalties uh yeah. You know, in a match, and yeah, he. he but I, I was thinking, I was thinking, I just hold on to him. But uh, yeah, I thought maybe Ericsson twisting for Ericsson would uh, be more. I mean, the reason I was thinking looking at holding him is because he has a double in game week thirty five. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that you mentioned the average, uh, you know, being higher for people who didn't well card. I think the likes of your Pogba, you know. Oh yeah, that's fifteen they, points. That's there. fifteen points. It's like okay, there's a massive one. The likes of your Salas, I kept him, but there was a lot of people that would have kept Mane or downgraded Mane or been like look I need to invest at 30 million elsewhere I think the big decision this week was our big factor this week was Kane's injury because God knows what could have happened if Kane was playing oh, yeah. uh, Kane I don't want to dwell on it too much but, but he was nailed in my team he was and I think that's why I was surprised to see Salah missing from so many teams because I thought with Kane gone there'll be funds there that's why I got Leno and Ryan I, I, just I, went, I went straight to Aguero when yeah. Kane was out though like so I mean there wasn't funds there I just went eh. I, I kind of wanted to fit them both in or I wanted to go for one and I was going I'm not going to go with Aguero I'm going to go with Kane I'm just going to go for yeah. Sterling as my midfield coverage for City I think the fact that you're looking at Arsenal cover is the is probably the deciding thing I was I decided against Arsenal um, yeah so had I but you can never rule them out and what about the fact that Lacazette's been arrested now and Aubameyang scores is that because you could go probably go well, yeah, that's then right now. I'm thinking it might be just safer to just stick with Vardy yeah. uh, against West Ham because I mean, Lacazette could be rested against Crystal Palace and then play against Wolves, and that Wolves game could be tough. So, yeah, I don't know. I know because then I don't know. I'm kind of thinking I, I, I might be better to roll the transfer and have the two for 36. So, if I want to, I can uh, get two Liverpool players in or I can get Salah in with uh, a double transfer. As I said, I could, I could downgrade Vardy that week to someone like Calvert Lewin. Who yeah. I think is playing what Crystal Palace and Burnley then in game week thirty five and thirty six, or I could go to uh, Lorente or Southampton. I know you're you're not really sold on the Southampton, but uh, I think maybe like Ings. I just can't trust his injury record. Yeah, that's a, and I think that's why I'm not you know swung at Southampton. I feel like Ings and Long could share the points between them a little bit. Uh, Long you know hadn't scored in ages, and he gets a couple of goals kind of consecutive weeks. So I don't want to be too. Uh, you know foolhardy on that one but you know they have a decent run in and they're playing for something and Hasnoodle is going to want to keep the players that are delivering in the team you know that's that's as simple as that so tell me Seamus who are you looking at captaining this week at the minute my armband is on Jimenez yeah because there's no real standout captain option for game week 35 I mean like if you had Aubameyang or if you had Lacazette they do have the fixtures where they could score home game. They've been really, really strong at home. I know Crystal Palace have been really good this season. Um, when they're playing, especially when they're playing some of those big teams, they're just they're just kind of hard to break down. They like playing on the counter attack as well. So when they play the bigger teams, they can do that, especially when away from home. But I still think there's going there's goals in that game. And um, what about uh, uh, Senior Son, who uh, who banged in a couple of goals tonight? Yeah, Son is definitely on my mind now, especially seeing he was rested the last game. I'm thinking he's like. Definitely going to play, start against Man City. And even if you just had him playing against Brighton as a captain, yeah. you're not going to feel too bad about it. Yeah. No, but uh, as I said, it, it, he's probably the one with who's the most fatigued or had you know used the most energy this season, playing in like the Asian Cup, mm-hmm. uh, playing for his country, coming back back from the World Cup. He's everything. got a good rest though. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, the, he's just he could be rested any moment. I think he'll play most of these games, so he's a really good captain option. Ericsson is. I mean, we could we know the game week. Uh, what was it? Thirty. Three no game week thirty two, mm. the last double game week, uh, Ericsson ended up with like twenty points, didn't he? He did, but uh, I don't know if I would be captaining him over the likes of City players. Yeah, and I think it's City. Me... Yeah, I think yeah, you made a good segue into City there. Exactly, and they're the ones you're going to be talking about this week. The likes of your Starlings, your Agueros. I think even there's a case to be made for your Kevin De Bruyne's. Uh, what are you? What are your thoughts on City? Uh, well. After another two goals here tonight against Spurs, which makes it four goals in a week for Raheem Sterling, I'm kind of thinking he's the main one who's rivaling um, Jimenez, Raul Jimenez as my captain this week. 
Um, of course, Aguero likes to score against the big teams. Score tonight, though. Score tonight. Um, I'm sure he scored plenty of times against Man United. So he's a consideration. But it just feels like Raul Jimenez is the only one who's nailed to start both games and has got a fantastic home record. And I just think, you know, how bad uh, Brighton were this week. I'm just kind of still leaning towards him a small bit more. Fair enough. I think, uh, you know, you've made some strong arguments there for Jimenez. Looking at Brighton at home and Arsenal at home, yeah, you know, you're right. Uh, my only concern would be that Wolves don't have a whole lot to play for. You know, that's, Jimenez definitely that's the, does. That's but the biggest doubt, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I just think they'll want to put on a show in front of their home fans. But look, Brighton will just come to frustrate them. And that's not... Brighton are going to come to win. Yeah. And Wolves yeah. are a counter-attacking team. If they do, yeah. See, if they, it, it's hard to see which way it's going to play out. If it does go like that where Brighton come out to win, yeah, that will play into Wolves' hands. So I don't think that will happen. I think Chris Hutton, after conceding five goals and then two goals to Cardiff, I don't think he's going to... I think he's going to be you know, telling his players, we got to defend... And we got to tighten up that's the back. That's how you win. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, you know, really frustrates the likes of uh, Wolves. Like, they lost twice to Huddersfield this year. Yeah. So, Nope. They're all valid points. And I think uh, with all those, we've had a good long look at Game Week 35. We've, you know, dwelled on Game Week 34 and, and wallowed in our sorrow a little bit. But we'll move on to the end segments of the show. And uh, we've got our hot shots and our puck fathers to, you know, go through and. I believe last week we we don't have the exact records from last week because someone didn't bring over their notepad this week. I told you to pull up it and uh, listen to last week's podcast. What is, what is this telling me to do things? No. I honestly guess. can't remember because I actually knew this like on Sunday. Yeah. But I've like blanked it out of my mind because the game week was kind of going so bad. It was going so badly on Saturday as the goals were flying in. I was actually smiling. I was actually getting a laugh out of it. I was the same. That's what I'm saying. You had to laugh. When po- like Brighton yeah, when losing po- 5-0. When Pogba got the penalty, I was like, of course. And then yeah. Anderson scored. Like, who else? Yeah. And, and then Pogba got the second. Yeah. I was actually, I was lolling at that stage. Out yeah. louding. You had, to, you had to out loud laugh. <laughs> and uh, I get it. So we'll move past next, or last week's uh, Puck Fathers and Hot Shots and we'll just assume I won. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll find out and we'll we'll mention next week. We will. But I know I definitely had Duffy, and I know your punt pick was Ryan. Yeah, and my I know my punt pick was um, Camarasa, and yours was Ryan. So I know yeah. I beat you on that. Definitely but the, the half that. shots I can't remember. But uh, one of us might have had City. We don't know. Either way, moving on to this week, game week thirty-five, double game week here. Mm-hmm. Big, uh, you know, a decent fucking one, not like last week's. Who are you going with this week, Seamus? Who are your two hot shots? Uh, so my two hot shots are Jimenez and Aguero mm-hmm. um, for the game week 35 both have double game weeks uh, I already spoke about Jimenez there a few moments ago so you know all about him and Aguero is him. you know all about Jimenez Jimenez mm-hmm. uh, but you know uh, that Aguero is surely yeah. going to start against Spurs and Man United two big games I can't see him rotating the squad in either of those games especially now that they're out of Champions League He's exactly and I think that being out of the Champions League is a big factor as well and I've also covered City with Raheem Sterling he scored two tonight I feel like he'll cause similar problems against Spurs or against Spurs at the weekend uh, Trippier had nothing on him tonight uh, so I don't know what way they're going to play at the weekend but if they, you know, put in half the effort they did tonight, I can see some points coming City's way, and yeah, yeah Sterling, I'm going with here, especially considering Good they have United, uh, yeah, away after that, and then with Sterling, I've went with Son. Um, I'm not entirely convinced how he many points he's going to get against. You were heavily, heavily influenced by that match we just watched. Yeah, I mean, like that's what you got to do. That's why I'm always pro leaving the podcast, even though there's less time for listeners to get a chance to, you know, Hear suck it, it into their ear holes. It's like I feel it gives the you know the biggest picture of what we should expect at the weekend, and Spurs are going to be absolutely buzzing. So I don't know how they're going to come out against City. I'm sure they'll be a bit def- you know it'll feel a bit deflating for them, but I definitely expect them to be back on form against Brighton, and that's why I'm going with Son uh, as my second hot shot. So I've got Son Sterling, you've got him as Aguero. Yeah. Coming down to our puck fathers, I think we've both looked at the double game weeks this week, and we went, who do we want? Who do we fancy to? to get a little bit of a haul over the two game weeks uh, and you know at the same time you want to you know leave a bit of money in your fucking in your bank who have you got my chance I backed the player I got in on my wildcard which was uh, Decore for Watford I in my wildcard I was looking at Delefeu but a bit of an injury douse and didn't play at the weekend 
Yeah, I didn't play at the weekend uh, on Monday, and uh, but what I would say is in the back of my mind is how well Delafeu or Decore, excuse me, played in the game week thirty two fixtures. Um, the double in that game week, he got a goal in both games, and I can't remember how many points he ended up on. But he, he ended up in a shit ton. I like eighteen points or something yeah, like that. He, he got a load and he's been tipping away all season to yeah Corey, they're not know? his first two goals this season he's got like five goals for the season he seems to be getting into the box a bit more he's kind of get, making runs into the box now the last uh, few weeks he's uh, attacking stats I did a comparison on Fancy Football Scout and he's he's actually a better pick yeah than who than Delefeu I just compared to Delefeu um, I think it was something along the lines of Delefeu had I think Delefeu had more better individual statistics yeah. but the percentage better was uh, Decore so yeah. I, I went with that I buy that and I think he's been consistent all season he's like he reminds me of a player who also scored again this week not from the penalty spot but uh, Milievic uh, he yeah. banged in the goal against City and Decore kind of reminds me of him he's not in penalties or anything so he doesn't have that like you know massive kind of goal uh, percentage boost but he does tip away all season. He'll pop up with a goal every now and again, and yeah, that's he, something we he likes to carry over. the ball a bit more. He strides forward with the ball, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. He kind of plays in a similar position to to Millie. Yeah, he does. And to counter your Decore pick, I went off, and I picked uh, who did I pick? Redmond. Redmond. Yeah, the other fucking budget enabler this week. Who I think you know he came in, he scored two goals last week, and. Uh, I do want to get behind Southampton a bit. Two away games. I think uh, Newcastle will be happy now. I believe it's 39 points or something like that. So they're relatively safe. And uh, yeah, Watford, that will be a fight. Um, but they're both two teams who are kind of not playing for a whole lot this season. And uh, yeah, I'm putting my money behind Redmond. He's going to continue that you know streak of form that uh, saw him raking a, a haul of points this week for his owners. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. I, um, I decided Ward Prowse was the way to go. Uh, for my Southampton midfielder yeah. in my uh, wildcard I think there's it, 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 not much between them I just think that War Prowse has just been more consistent and got goals this season more goals and just and been more he's, he takes he's on set pieces he's a, he's a far yeah, more creative track I, I, threat I totally agree and I think I'm just going with Redmond because I also have War Prowse on my team so I like to root for an extra player in my picks you know someone that I don't have I've already kinda yeah. cemented my opinion on but uh, we'll leave it there I think um, the two of us are we're feeling pretty down but I feel like after the next deadline, or, you know, after the next game week, everything could be picked right back up again, Seamus. Yeah. At least if you've cemented your lead over me in the mini league, which altered by a dramatic one point this week. But uh, if we'll I can, if I can come out of this game week thirty-five with the same gap mm. between us, I'm going to feel very confident. But while there's bench boosts and triple captains to play and a double game week to navigate, it's all still to play for. It is. It is. You know. Yeah. But um, you know. If uh, if I can keep the gap, if we both both get the same score this week, I'll be quite happy. Especially if you're both getting like high scores, like you know, hundred points each. Yeah, I think I might need to start looking at uh, variations and how to gain points because yeah, it's definitely getting to the stage of season where, you know, it's not going to be. Well, I've given you one there with Lorente. You have consider anyway. That was a nice uh, pick, and it's definitely something I'm going to think about, and it's something you should all think about. And if you think that pick was absolute shit then let us know about it and you can reach out to us at the FPL Hangover uh, Twitter and you can also send us an email at the FPL Hangover at gmail.com we'll be there waiting and uh, I'll be ready to pass on any abuse to Seamus if this goes out horribly I'm going to leave it there and uh, I'm going to wish everyone a best of luck in the double game week 35 Seamus yeah same guys uh, I hope you have a better game week 35 than in I had in 34 may your arrows be green as always God bless lads 